Exaggeration Station. Gotta wipe boy on my roster. You guys, you know how on TikTok, you literally just, well, all we do, let's be honest, all we do is scroll on TikTok all day. And then all of a sudden, you're just singing random TikTok songs all day. Like, Cam will make fun of me. He's like, where did that even come from? I swear to God, Boy's a Liar was in my vocabulary for probably three weeks. We would just be cooking dinner, that boy's a liar. And it's like, no, Sydney, you don't need to be singing that 12 times, okay? You really don't. But hey guys, welcome back, and you know what, we're just going to pick up where we left off, and I know it's been two weeks, but guess what, that's because my life is boring and I have nothing to say, so I just haven't been podcasting. But I'm forcing myself to do this because I do live, laugh, love it, and we have a couple fans out there, so (laughs) you know who you are. (laughs) But guys, okay, so we are on week five of unemployment. As we know, I've been a little depressy, I've been a little lost, but honestly, when have I not been depressy or lost? So it's really not nothing too new. But I was telling Cam the other night, I feel like I've been doing really good with the situation. Like I've obviously it's been getting me down, but I feel like I've been pretty positive about it and just realizing that God will put me wherever he wants me, y'all, and I'm just starting to be a housewife early. That's what I'm telling myself. But for real, I literally be spending hours every single day applying to jobs, doing different certificates, trying to make my LinkedIn look as spotless as possible. And it's just, it's too much, you know, it's too much. And the problem with being unemployed, I know some of y'all can relate, is once you apply to all the jobs that you're interested in, you can't really do anything. Like, you can't just keep applying because I, well, me personally, I don't want to be applying for just anything because I really, really, really want my next position to be somewhere where I'm at five to 10 years. Like I want it to be a long-term job that I love. And luckily I have the most amazing supportive fiance and he's always like, don't just accept a job just to accept a job. Like you're getting unemployment, which by the way, unemployment pays nothing. So him bringing that up didn't really help much, but it's okay. But he's, his point was, don't accept anything. You need to accept it if you're going to love it. Like you don't want to be back in square one where you don't like your job and you're going to be looking for something else and miserable in the meantime and it affecting your mental health and all those things. And I get it. But me personally, I don't do well with boredom. And this is like the ultimate boredom. Like I've always been like that. I thrive off of being busy. So I have nothing to do all day. And I just sit there twiddling my damn thumbs, not, not knowing what to do. But my current fixation is I want to start a hobby. So if you have any suggestions, please comment on my Instagram or DM me, exaggeration underscore station, and I will start the hobby and get back to you guys and report on duty to that. But really, I've been reading, which is kind of crazy, because if you know me, I'm not a reader, but I've been reading Colleen Hoover, so does that really count? I'm not sure. But I just remember seeing those TikToks like, guys, I love Colleen Hoover, like everyone was hyping it up, and... I did not realize how sexual those books are. That's crazy. Like the first one I read was Ugly Love. Maybe I shouldn't have started with that one because I mean, I'm pretty sure there was no plot. Let's be honest. Let's be serious. And like Cam would walk in the room, my jaws on the floor. I'm just shook by what I'm reading. It was crazy. Now I just finished November 9th and that one had more of a plot and I really like that one. So we'll be on to the next. Um, I don't even know which one I'm reading next, but we'll see. But yeah, I've been a reading queen, which is really exciting. I've also been 
since I have free time, you know, I've been trying to do two workouts a day, like cardio and then lifting or yoga. And I'm obsessed. You guys, I've been noticing like I'm just so much stronger and I'm having like really good workouts because I'm working out during the day. And when I have my nine to five, I would work out at night because there's no way in hell I'm getting up early. All you queens who do that, you're iconic. I could never. One thing about me is I'm going to sleep right until I have to leave for work. So that's pretty fun. But I've been getting to work out like in the middle of the day and I feel like it's really good because it helps me avoid that midday slump and you girls know I saw this thing on TikTok and it was like my girlfriend literally like has to take a little nappy poo and like needs to be revived at like from three to five and I'm like oh I can't relate anymore because that is so damn true but I've been making sure I like eat later and blah 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 so I'm ready for the gym at three so then I'm avoiding that slump and I'm getting energy and then by the time I get back I'm not going to take a nap because it's already late in the day which I'm not a napper anyway I know a lot of ladies love to nap but I it makes me feel worse which is unfortunate but yeah um that's kind of what I do in my free time but I really need a hobby now that we're hitting the one month mark I'm like okay what should I do though because like I can only be bored so much before I actually go crazy but we're getting through it and I've definitely had quite a bit of interviews a lot of them phone interviews but and then ended up finding out that the salary is nowhere near what the indeed says or LinkedIn which is pretty fun and fresh so that's been a little upsetting and I'm considering starting to apply to remote jobs because there's a lot of them and I didn't want remote to begin with I really wanted hybrid or in person because I need to I need some human interaction but now that me and Cam want a puppy I'm like wait I could just stay home and take care of the puppy you know what I'm saying plus there's so many like like I just said there's so many remote jobs I'm like it might just come down to that now that it's been a month and you know, in Cam's head, he's like, a month is nothing, but I'm like, no, a month is actually so long. That's a lifetime, in my opinion. <sighs> so, yeah, we're getting through it, and I'm just, I'm trying to spend a lot of time with friends while I have this time, and just, like, keep myself positive and distracted so I don't sit there and think about it too much, so. That's kind of the update on unemployment. Very shitty situation. I found out some more details about why I was let go. So that was upsetting to hear. Uh, you just can't trust anyone. But that's all right. So anyways, let's get into the fun stuff. Because today I want to talk about friendships. And one thing about friendships is I feel like through college, you just kind of go through the roller coaster of different groups. At least that's how it was for me. I went through that a little bit in high school, but not really. I have pretty much stuck with my high school group of friends for a fat minute. But college was different for me because I joined a sorority. So I knew I wanted to join a sorority because I was commuting my first year from like 30 minutes away from my college and I knew I wanted a way to meet friends and all of the sorority like things were just it seemed up my alley okay I'm a girly girl like I I love all that stuff and I would say I was kind of a sorority girl let's be honest <laughs> my friend told me that the other day and I was like honestly I was kind of a sorority girl now my school isn't huge on Greek life but like for what it was I was definitely into it but I, so I joined a sorority for that reason, and I remember my group starting off was, like, my big and some other people, and she really, like, introduced me into, I mean, to a lot of people, but also to just being a, a good person and a good student. Like, I just really looked up to her in a way that was, like, a sister almost, like, 
no pun intended because we're talking about sororities, but like she made me want to do good in school because I've never been like into school. So she made me want to get good grades like her and she made me want to like put myself out there a little bit and like make new friends, which I'm not really good at and just different things. I just like really looked up to her. She's a really good person. Love you, Nat. But anyways, so I had that group. And then it kind of transitioned into I wanted to find a roommate. So I made friends with a couple girls and I ended up rooming with them. Very fun. And then it just kind of ended. And the thing with transitioning groups is it doesn't always have to end bad. Like, yes, there are some things that usually cause a friendship to end. You usually don't go from like hanging out every day to not at all. But it doesn't always have to be like a horrible thing happened, which I've learned through college. And that's the thing. A lot of people will be like, well, the friendship ended because so-and-so did something. Or they'll be like, well, I did something, which a lot of people have a hard time admitting. But I recognize a lot of these friendships, uh, groups I moved in college were just because of like natural reasons, like either a relationship ended and that was no longer my friend group because we all hung out together or, like, we moved somewhere else, or I went from not partying to partying, or what, literally whatever the case. So, I kind of, that was a phase of my life. Then I moved to a different location and had a really good friend at that location, and then that kind of ended also because of relationship reasons. I was dating someone, we broke up, and then that friend really wasn't there for me, and then I moved on to, it was kind of like the party group, it was giving like, oh, we're all going to the frat parties every single weekend, and I love that group, because obviously they were a very fun group, and we all just always, I mean, my best memories are with that group, to be honest, and, but the thing is, I, well, it's hard, it's hard not using names, huh, it really is, but one of them, we'll name her Sarah, okay, Sarah and I spent, like, every day together, love her, um, we just, like, had a really good bond, and we would spend every day together, especially in quarantine, and then some shit went down with our friend group, and it just, like, ended, and miss her to this day, like, she was such a queen, but like I'm saying, like, I, I don't know if any of this is making any sense, but, like, things just kind of ended at weird phases. Now, I did have a situation <laughs> where I had moved um, to a new apartment, and I moved every single year of college and had different roommates almost every year. And we moved to the specific location, and some shit went down. I feel like the group I was with, I lived with three roommates, they were just very, like, jealous, I would say. And they kind of would just start shit out of, like, absolutely nothing. Like, thin air. And then me and my other roommate would be like, huh? Like, what? Like, how is this real? You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. So, that kind of went through. And then I feel like my senior year is when I was like, okay, this is the transitional time where I'm transitioning from college to the real life. Who are my real friends that I can see myself hanging out with, not always partying with, not, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who's gonna stick with me in this adult life? And that's kind of when you narrow down, you're like, okay, these are my true friends from college. Like, I'm still gonna keep in touch with blah, blah, blah. And I recently was just thinking about, like, how lucky I am, because some people make it out with no damn friends from college, you know? Because it's such a, like, catty time, and weird time where everyone's lost and confused and they're kind of taking it out in, on each other. And I left with a few really close 
friends that I like literally could hit up for anything and I feel really lucky because it did take a lot to get there and I went through a few different groups to get there but my the moral of the story is what I'm trying to say is it's okay to move friend groups it doesn't mean that it's a you problem now sometimes it does mean it's a you problem depending on how the friendships are ending maybe you should look inward and see why those are ending but after a lot of reflection and stuff they were all for very different reasons for me and it definitely had to do with what phase of life I was in and what I needed from friends so that's my advice is to if you're if that's happening to you just look at what phase of life you're in, what you're needing from other people, and if they're meaning that or not. Because if you're just looking for party friends, then party friends are fine. But are those your forever friends, is what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, like I said, I just felt lucky. I have my hometown friends. I have my few college friends that I still love and talk to almost every day. And we're just blessed for friendship. And it made me think about, too, like, I just think if you're scared to go out there and make friends think about how many how many good memories you have with friends and that will push you to go out there and do it because me personally I'm socially awkward I haven't always been that way I'd say that developed the last few years but I like won't go up to people and say hi in public like I I get really nervous I don't know why I think I just really hate small talk so it's really hard for me but what I'm trying to say is if you're feeling like you're missing friends in your life you got to push yourself and do it because think of all the good memories and I don't get me wrong I love being by myself too like I always think oh I can just do this by myself and not have to burden anyone but you can't think like that because you you need friends you really do like especially if you're going through a hard time and you really need someone to talk to and then you look at your phone and there's no one that you can call and hit up that sucks and you just really should foster those relationships because they'll those people will be there according to what you need because everyone's different maybe one of your friends is good at when you're sad or one of your friends is good when you're anxious or maybe you have a go-to friend that you go to with good news like I don't know all I'm saying is you should look inward at your friends and be like who is good for what because not one friend is going to be great at everything they're not going to be there to meet all of your needs like if I have a friend who if I want to go run errands I'm hitting this friend up but I have another friend who I don't see as often but we get super deep every time I see her so it's just like you got to know who you're dealing with and I think that's really important like as I grow up I'm like okay I'm gonna go to her for this her for this her for this and that's just I think it's important that's part of growing up y'all and it's beautiful and we love the gift of friendship, don't we? Because friends will save you through and through. And like I said, high school is different than college and even middle school and like going all the way back. But that's just kind of what I've noticed in the last few years. And I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, now as I think of this next chapter in my life, I wonder who's going to be in my life then because the next chapter will be even more serious than like the after college friendships. It'll be like marriage, kids, all that sort of stuff. And I wonder who will be in my life then and who I'll meet then. And I really hope to meet more people. Like, like I said, I'm super socially awkward, but I really hope to continue to push myself and meet new people as I get older because there will be different phases and I'm going to need different things. So more of the story, be grateful for friends, go out there and make new friends, push yourself, and tell your bestie you love her because she loves you too. You know what I'm saying? Okay, me and Cam have been really into like hypotheticals for our wedding. So we're sitting here like, who's going to be the drunkest at our wedding? 
like in each of our bridal parties, which by the way, we both added one more person on our like groomsmen and, um, why am I blanking? <laughs> Bridesmaids. But so now we each have seven and we're like, who's going to get the drunkest out of each side? You know what I'm saying? Then we realize, oh God, we have an open bar and we have a lot, like at this age, everyone just loves to party. Well, at least our friends. We're like, oh wait. Then we're like, oh shit, we booked an Airbnb for our whole bridal party and a few more people to stay at the night before and the night of. And we kind of had a moment where we realized those three things secure that there's free alcohol and a place to stay. This is truly going to be a shit show, but in the best way possible. Like we kind of realized, oh, we don't need to worry about people having a good time. Like there's no way people won't have a good time. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And we've just been like, so excited my okay I don't want to say regret but one of my things that I've been sad about recently is not having the wedding sooner and I know I had to do it this way because I got engaged last August and I knew a hundred percent I wanted a fall wedding and I think I would regret it honestly if I didn't have a fall wedding because I've wanted a fall wedding since I was little like I've always envisioned that so I think I would have regretted it if I did it sooner but I'm at the point where now I have about five months till the wedding and I'm just sitting here like, hello, can we get married now? Like, I am sick of waiting. Like, I have absolutely everything planned. And I'm like, um, do we really have to wait five more months? Like, that kind of sucks. <laughs> Especially me being unemployed, you know, I'm fixating on everything. So I'm like, um, hello, can we just go elope? Thank you. And we can't. So that kind of sucks. And we actually had a little stationer, that's what I'm calling you guys, (laughs) write in and ask. I, this person said that they are not yet engaged and how do you stop people's opinions from getting to you? And my advice to that is you just have to go with your gut. Like people, the thing about weddings is people don't really care this is going to kind of sound bad. People don't care what your wedding looks like. They care about what their wedding looks like. Like I look at pictures and I'm like, I don't think about colors. I don't think about that person's decorations unless it looks like really shitty. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm like, oof. But you know what I'm saying? Like you don't think about their colors or anything because you're like, oh, that's what they wanted. And you have to think about that for yourself. Nobody's actually sitting there and be like, ew, she chose blue and green like oh my god nobody's I'm gonna be honest nobody's thinking that and you have to also realize that this is your wedding you only get one wedding ho one wedding and you have to do it exactly how you want so if people are coming at you with their opinions and whatever and thinking you're not doing it right and blah 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 I'm gonna be honest you're gonna just have to find something within you to ignore them and know that you're making the right decision and It's hard too if other people are like paying for it. You kind of have to listen to them in some respect. But if they're trying to choose your colors and shit and like decor, that's kind of fucking weird. I'm going to be honest. That's kind of weird. And you have to ignore them because you're the bride. You and your husband, not husband, your boyfriend since you're not engaged yet, need to choose what's best for you. And just you kind of have to stick to your guns and just go for it. That's what I've done. And I don't regret a single thing. Alright guys, to wrap this up, we're going to do our little fun fact. And today it's going to relate to friendship. So, in a lifetime, you make 396 friends. That's kind of crazy, because I feel like I'm at like 20 right now. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, 
but only one out of 12 friendships lasts. So think about that. Whenever you're reflecting on your past, only one out of 12 friendship lasts. So like I said, look inward, but don't be looking too much inward because sometimes it ain't you, y'all. All right, guys, I'm gonna wrap this thing up. We're doing little short episodes lately. Hopefully we're gonna have a little guest soon. We have a couple people that want to come on and I just love you guys so much. Please DM me um, hobbies to start because I'm gonna actually do them and report back and also comment what you would like to hear from me because I love the feedback. All right, guys, um, I love you so much and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.